الحمد لله الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له ونشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد ان سيدنا ونبينا وحبيبنا وشفيعنا ومطاعنا محمدا عبده ورسوله اما بعد فقد قال الله تعالى في القران المجيد والفرقان الحميد اعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم انا نحن نزلنا الذكر وانا له لحافظون صدق الله العظيم وقال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم كل امتي يدخلون الجنه الا من ابى قيل ومن يابى يا رسول الله قال من اطاعني دخل الجنه ومن عصاني فقد ابى او كما قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم respected ulama ikram elders beloved brothers in islam the reality of this world or this universe is that allah subhanahu wa ta'ala primarily has created it in darkness light has to be brought the natural proclivity of this universe is such that it leans towards darkness in surah yasin allah taala says wa ayatul lahumul layl naslakhu minhu an-nahar fa idha hum dhalimun the inference in this verse and interestingly scientifically also this concept that the reality of this universe is darkness is supported in the sense that current research tells us that in this universe only 3% actually is visible there's only light in 3% 97% of this universe is what we call dark matter dark energy black holes and up till today despite great scientific advancement they have absolutely no idea what is going on 14 centuries ago in the Quran that was revealed upon Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam Allah says wa ayatul this is our sign wa ayatul lahumul layl naslakhu minhu an-nahar fa idha hum mudlimun what is the system that Allah has put into place to bring about light in the universe one is Allahu nurus samawati wal ard Allah himself is the nur Allah is the effulgence Allah is the light of the heavens and the earth physically two great creations of allah one is the sun and the other is the moon allah taala uses this to bring about light in our world physical external light many verses in the quran allah taala speaks about this huwa alladhi ja'ala ash-shamsa dhiya'a wal qamara nura والقمر قدرناه منازل حتى عادك العرجون القديم one is the sun we look up itself it is a shahkar 
a shining emblem inviting us to understand the qudrat and the greatness of Allah. One source of light for the universe, the sun. 1.3 million times the size of the earth. And such a unique, falseless system Allah has put into place. That sun is not still, it's moving. It covers a distance of 17,280,000 kilometers every day. The moon itself is also moving. وَالشَّمْسُ تَجْرِي لِمُسْتَقَرِّ لَهَا ذَلِكَ التَّقْدِيرُ الْعَزِيزِ الْعَلِيمِ وَالْقَمَرَ قَدَّرْنَاهُ مَنَازِلِ حَتَّى عَادَكَ الْعُرْجُونِ الْقَدِيمِ لَا الشَّمْسُ يَنْبَغِي لَهَا أَنْ تُدْرِكَ الْقَمَرِ وَلَا اللَّيْلُ سَابِقُ النَّهَارِ كُلٌّ فِي فَلَكِ يَسْبَحُونَ 17,280,000 kilometers every day. 1.3 million times the size of the earth. Yet, يُمْسِكُ السَّمَاوَاتِ وَالْأَرْضِ أَنْ تَزُولَا Allah says, we have locked the heavens and the earth. They will not deviate of that path and pattern which Allah has set for them. Every second in that sun, 14 billion tons of helium gas converts into 12 billion tons of hydrogen gas. Every second, this conversion causes energy to be given off. How much energy? Energy equivalent to 500 million atom bombs exploding at one time. Every second, this is happening in the sun. Such a unique, such a vast, such a complex system Allah has put into place to light up this world of ours. One is external light. The verse of the Quran tells us, that the reality of this universe is darkness, light is broad. Similarly, Ulama explain the other is spiritual light. Human beings, ourselves, our reality also is darkness. Zulm, darkness, jahalat, ignorance, zulmat. This is the reality of insan. Allah tells us in the Quran, Wallahu akhrajakum min butuni ummahatikum la ta'lamuna shay'a. Allah took you out of the womb of your mothers. La ta'lamuna shay'a. You knew nothing. Jahalat and zulmat is the same thing. Ignorance, darkness, humanity was at a complete loss. To light up this universe, Allah brought the sun, Allah brought the moon. What did Allah bring to light up the internal universe of humanity? To give this heart light. Otherwise, wallah, the reality, my respected brothers, without nur, without hidayat, without knowledge, without spiritual light, there is no difference between an insan and an animal. There's no nikah, there's no distinguishing between halal and haram. There's no distinguishing between what we can consume, what we cannot consume. There's no distinguishing between the manner in which we live our lives. Without the nur of hidayat, without knowledge, there's absolutely no difference between a human being and an animal. What differentiates us? That internal light, that spiritual light. What is that light? What is the light that, was, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala brought about to guide this humanity? Two things. Allah ta'ala tells us in the Qur'an, and interestingly, the Qur'an uses the word nur for both these things. 
one nur the Quran speaks about. Wattaba'un nur alladhi unzila ma'a. Allah says, follow the nur. Follow the light that was revealed with Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. What light is that? Mufassirin say this refers to the light of the Quran. To light up the spiritual universe of humanity, one light Allah gave us is the Quran. And what is the other light? قَدْ جَاءَكُمْ مِنَ اللَّهِ نُورٌ وَكِتَابٌ مُبِينٌ Allah says there has come to you from Allah a nur, a light. What light is that? Muhammadur Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Externally there is darkness. The sun and moon was brought about to light what is external. Insani kainat ke liye bhi asal zulmat hai. Within us spiritually we are also devoid of light. Allah gave us two lights, two sources of guidance. One was the Qur'an and the other is Muhammadur Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. When it comes to the Qur'an, what does Allah say? إِنَّا نَحْنُ نَزَّلْنَا الذِّكْرَ وَإِنَّا لَهُ لَحَافِذُونَ We have revealed this Qur'an. We have revealed this Qur'an. Allahu Akbar. Look at the emphasis. وَإِنَّا إِنَّا in Arabic is to emphasize something. وَإِنَّا Then Lam. Again emphasis. Then the Hu Zamir. Again emphasis. Then Lam again. Again emphasis. Then Hafidun in plural again emphasis. وَإِنَّا لَا هُ لَا حَافِذُونَ What is Allah saying? We have revealed this Qur'an and by the qasam of my Allah, that movement of time, Dajjalun, Kadhabun can come. The enemies of Islam can come. But Allah says we have taken an oath, we will protect this Qur'an. Not one letter, not one harf. They will be able to adulterate or change in this Qur'an. وَإِنَّا لَهُ لَحَافِذُونَ This is one sort of source of light. وَاتَّبَعُ النُّورِ الَّذِي أُنزِلَ مَعَهُ And the second source of light, Muhammad Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam قَدْ جَاكُمْ مِنَ اللَّهِ نُورِ وَكِتَابٌ مُبِينَ Unfortunately, many of us, when we hear this verse of the Qur'an, where Allah says, we will protect the Qur'an. We tend to limit the meaning of this verse. To what? That Allah will protect the huruf of the Qur'an. The letters of the Qur'an. The alphabets of the Qur'an. What about the day of the Qur'an? What about the night of the Qur'an? What about the constitution of the Qur'an? What about the message of the Qur'an? What about the social financial system of the Qur'an. What about the way of life of the Qur'an? Allahu Akbar. Allama Fakhruddin Razi Rahimahullah. One day he passed a comment. He said that Allah Ta'ala has kept 10,000 Masail in Surah Fatiha. People thought he was joking. They said, what are you talking about? Because they challenged it to him. It led to the barakat of tafsir razi Fakhruddin Razi Rahimullah's tafsir. In it, he wrote a tafsir with Surah Fatiha alone, seven verses. He extracted 10,000 Masail. Quran is 6,000, more than 6,600 verses. Quran is Bakhrullah Sahilalo. It's a limitless ocean. Such a vast ocean Allah gave us. 
May all our lives be sacrificed upon the wisdom which Allah blessed our mother, Sayyidina Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha with. Because she gave us the nature, the essence. She summed up this entire issue. When someone came and asked her the question, describe for us, describe for us the morals, the way of life of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. This is a question, this is a limitless ocean. You look at her intelligence, she summed it up in three words. What did she say? She said, Kana khuluquhul Qur'an. If you want to see the day, the night, the constitution, the way of life, the social system, the message of the Qur'an, then the living, walking, talking Qur'an was Muhammad Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And like Allah has taken upon Himself the responsibility, We will protect this Qur'an in exactly the same way. The message of the Qur'an and the way of life of the Qur'an and the physical manifestation of the Qur'an, Muhammad Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Allah has taken upon Himself to protect every aspect of the life of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. If you want to understand what a miracle this is, take a simple example. Very often I give this example. Start one side in the masjid. Today, this is what they call the age of quantum physics. This is the age of information technology. They call it IT. They use very fancy terms. Scientific advancement is such that they can take terabytes of information, trillions of characteristics, and record it in tiny, tiny pieces of metal. In this current age of information technology, quantum physics, start from one side of the masjid. Brother, you are born in this generation, 20, 30, 40 years old. What day of the week were you born? What time was it? Where were you? Who was present at your birth? Allah, mashallah, myself included. 99% of us will have absolutely no idea. Yet, normally the annals of history, we find... Mention of rulers, of tyrants. The greatest tyrant that lived historically, the greatest conqueror in the annals of history historically is Genghis Khan. Where he is buried and the exact date of his death is not known. That is just few centuries back. Yet, yet in the case of an orphan born in a desert, in the most backward nation of the time, a nation that didn't know how to write also. Majority of them were illiterate. Every aspect of his existence is recorded. This is a miracle that defies logic. How is it even possible? Yet, take the Christian calendar. 22nd of April 571, date of birth. It was a Monday. Islamic calendar hadn't started. But it was Amul Field, the year when Abraha tried to attack Kabatullah. Six months after that. Passed away 7th of June 633 according to the Christian calendar. Also a Monday. Time of demise 10 or 11 o'clock in the morning. Islamic calendar Monday 12th of Rabiul Awal 11th year of Hijrah. 
Number of days in this world, 22,330 days. Number of days of Nubuwat, 8,156 days. Father's name, Abdullah. Mother's name, Amina. The one who assisted in his birth, the midwife, Shifa bint Amr. One rewired, Shifa bint Aswad. Mother of Abdurrahman bin Auf. She also later on became Muslim, radiyallahu ta'ala anhum ajma'een. Foster mother, Khalima bint Saadiya, radiyallahu ta'ala anha. She also became Muslim later on. Even these names, ulama say these names are not a coincidence. Father's name, Abdullah. His inception occurred in the oven of Abdiyat. Mother's name, Amina. He was nurtured in the womb of Aman and peace. Midwife, Shifa. That personality who came to cure the maladies of humanity was being born. Foster mother, Halima. He drank milk from the breast of Hilm and Akhlaq. Born in the month of Rabiul Awal. Why not Ramadan? Why not the sacred months? They say he doesn't, didn't need a sacred month. His existence gave sacredity to the month. Born in a desert. Desert is synonymous with what? With a harsh climate, with lack of water, lack of vegetation. He was the water. He was the light. He was the vegetation. He was the rejuvenation of humanity. قَدْ جَاءَكُمْ مِنَ اللَّهِ نُور That personality who came from Allah. Allah sent him as a light. He came to light up the world. Allah makes it such. What happens? His birth takes place at what time? Subha Sadiq, daybreak. 22nd of April in Makkah, daybreak occurs, Subha Sadiq occurs at 4.20, 4.21 in the morning. What does daybreak signify? That time also is not a coincidence. What does daybreak signify? Darkness is over, light has come. Physically outside in the world. Now the sun is going to rise. But... Aisha radiallahu anha puts it beautifully. Lana shamsun walil afaqi shams wa shamsuna khayrun min shamsi samai lianna shamsa samai tatlu'u ba'da fajrin wa shamsuna tatlu'u ba'da ishai. She says, we have one sun. The horizon has one sun. Our sun is better than the sun of the horizon. Why? The sun of the horizon rises after daybreak. It's already light. If it didn't rise, it won't make any difference. Our sun, humanity was steeped in total darkness. The hearts of humanity were filled with zulmat. They were bowing down before idols. They had made children, equated children, na'uzubillah, with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. What were thinking had come about? Darkness, complete darkness. Our sun rose and lit up the hearts of the entire humanity. Muhammadur Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And as I said... Every aspect recorded in his life, Allah's Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, ten goats belong to him, nine she-goats, their names recorded, Ajwa, Suqya, Zamzam, Baraka, Waratha, Itlal, Itraf, Ghaitha, Qamra, one male goat, Yum, the name recorded, he rode two mules, Uthair, Ya'fur, their names recorded. Fidda, Duldul, names recorded. Four she-camels, Adba, Jada'a, Shahba, Qaswa, names recorded. Male camels, Thalab, Askar, names recorded. The horses that he rode, their names recorded. Sakhab, Murtajid, Murtajil, Lidaz, 
تراز يعصوم يعبوم من فنم details wallah my respected brothers if we had absolutely no idea of these things the names of the horses names of the donkeys names of the mules if we didn't know this would not affect shariat yet such was the love that allah had for his habib sallallahu alaihi wasallam that allah placed a fortress a fortress around every aspect of the life of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam so that the sands of time were not aroused allowed to erase any aspect there is one riwayat very often i mention it from a sanad point of view ulama may be upset i'm saying it in advance but i'm relying on alama suyuti not an ordinary personality in his qasais kubra Alama Suyuti rahimullah mentions this riwayat. He also says, Fihi nakaratun shadida. But he is re- relying on Abu Nu'aym's hilya in mentioning it. It is before shariat. So there is a bit of levity. It has to do with tariq, with history. The reason I mention this riwayat is to give us some idea of the extent to which Allah did not allow any aspect of the life of Rasulullah to be erased. The mother of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Amina. She says, I entered the ninth month of pregnancy. I began experiencing the normal discomfort that a woman in this tenor of, experience, of pregnancy experiences. Fara'ayt, ka'anna janaha tayrin abyad, masaha ala fu'adi, fadhahaba anni kulla ra'bin wa kulla waji'in kuntu ajidu. She says, all of a sudden, I saw a white bird descending. With its white wing, it massaged my chest. As a result of which, whatever pain and discomfort I was experiencing automatically disappeared. ثُمَّ الْتَفَتُّ فَإِذَا أَنَا بِشُرْبَةٍ بَيْضَاءَ لَبَنَا كُنْتُ عَتْشَى فَتَنَاوَلْتُهَا فَشَرِبْتُهَا She says, then I turned and I saw that a bowl of milk had appeared. I was very thirsty, I picked it up, I started drinking. As I started drinking the milk, فَكَشَفَ اللَّهُ عَنْ بَصَرِي وَأَبْصَرْتُ تِلْكَ السَّاعَةِ مَشَارِقَ الْأَرْضِ وَمَغَارِبَهَا وَرَأَيْتْ ثَلَاثَةَ عَالَامٍ مَضْرُوبَاتٍ عَلَمًا فِي الْمَشْرِقِ عَلَمًا فِي الْمَغْرِبِ عَلَمًا عَلَى ظَهْرِ الْكَعْبَةِ She says, as I drank the milk, Allah removed the veil of the universe, the whole world became visible to me. The whole world had lit up. I saw three huge flags, one in the east, one in the west, one on the center of Kaabatullah. I became mesmerized by this vision. Such was the extent to which I became mesmerized that when this vision lifted without any pain or discomfort, the birth of Rasulullah had already occurred. Shifa binti Amr was a midwife, assisted in many births. She also is overtaken. The moment her gaze falls on the newborn baby, three things she realizes immediately are unique to this child. Wulida maktoonan. Other children, circumcision, six months, one year, whenever takes place. This child was born already circumcised. Maktoo surra. Other children, the umbilical cord after birth is separated. This child was born with the umbilical cord already separated. Other children come out naturally with the impurities from the inside of the mother. They have to be bathed. They are born impure. Tahiran Tahura, this child was born already bathed, already pure. 
Alama Shafi rahimahullah mentions the riwayat in his kitab Nurul Yaqeen on Tariq. Just a few minutes had passed and all of a sudden what happens? A burst of energy enters this child. Newborn baby, he turns over like an adult, falls into sajda, remains in sajda for a long time. Then, leaning on his left side, wakes up from the sajda. Newborn baby raises up his right hand, lifts up his shahadat finger. And the moment he lifts up his shahadat finger, Shifa bin Amr says, a light comes out from that finger, as a result of which the palaces of Sham, of Syria, of Basra, of Persia become visible in this light. The whole world lights up. My respected brothers, I'm pausing at this point. Occasion of Juma time is too limited. We can't even scratch the surface. This is not a Rabiul Oval question. It's not a 12-day question, this. Time constraints are there. We can go on talking. The problem, what is the sabak? What is the lesson? What is the philosophy? What is the message? Unfortunately, majority of us, that tends to escape us completely. This, these things are not coincidences. Few minutes after the birth, sajda. What is the message behind that? Humanity is being told, this ummah is being told. Those who claim to be his followers are being told that that Nabi is coming with the shariat of which namaz is an inseparable part. That is why sajda at birth. And then on the 12th of Rabiul Awal, Monday, 10 or 11 o'clock in the morning in Medina Munawwara, Chest leaning against the head, leaning against the chest of our mother Sayyidina Aisha radiallahu anha. He came into the world with sajda. He's leaving this world. What are his last words? What are his last words as the breath is breaking from his body? As-salah. 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 Oh my ummah, never abandon your salah. Never abandon your salah. Whatever the challenges are, never abandon your salah. He came into the world with this. He left the world with this. And 95% of the believing ummah is away from the masjid. This is the tragedy. This is the tragedy. We haven't understood the concept of wafadari. We haven't understood the concept of muhabbat. We haven't understood the concept of allegiance. We haven't understood the concept of true love for Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. We have reduced it to some poems. Shedding a few tears, a few sirah jalsas, all that is in its place. The reality, the reality is like sahaba, nafdika, biabaina, wa ummahatina, jaan de denge, jaan de denge, my life will go, but I will not abandon the sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. That is love. That is love and that is what is maksood. That is, that is what we want to meet him at Jame Kosar with. That kind of a life coming back. Amina, Shifa bin Amar, both are worried. Strange occurrences are occurring. Amina picks up the baby, places the baby in her lap. All of a sudden, Nazalat Sahabatun. A cloud descends. This cloud covers the body of the child. Like mist, dense mist, dense fog. No longer visible even though it's there. Then the cloud lifts up. And a voice calls out from the unseen, Tufu bihi mashariq al-ard wa magharibaha liyarifu bismihi wa naatihi wa suratihi. Take this child. 
to the east, to the west. That moment for which the entire universe had been waiting, holding its breath. Centuries had passed. Surah Al-Imran, Allah says, وَإِذْ أَخَذَ اللَّهِ مِيثَاقَ النَّبِيِّينَ لَمَا آتَيْتُكُمْ مِنْ كِتَابٍ وَحِكْمَةٍ ثُمَّ جَاءَكُمْ رَسُولٍ مُصَدِّقٌ لِمَا مَعْكُمْ لَتُؤْمِنُنَّ بِهِ وَلَتَنْسُرُنَّ قَالَ أَقْرَرْتُمْ وَأَخَذْتُمْ عَلَى ذَلِكُمْ إِسْرِي قَالُوا أَقْرَرْنَا قَالَ فَشَدُوا وَأَنَا مَعْكُمْ مِنَ الشَّاهِدِينَ اللَّهُ أَكْبَرُ Allah says not only did every Nabi from Adam alayhi salam, not only was he informed about Muhammad sallallahu alayhi salam, not only did he tell his ummah about Muhammad sallallahu alayhi salam, not only throughout the ages did every Nabi describe Muhammad sallallahu alayhi salam to his ummah, every Nabi was commanded by Allah that should Muhammad sallallahu alayhi salam appear in your period, in your time, whilst you are alive, in your nubuwat, you will have to take an oath, a covenant, an allegiance with Allah. You will give up your nubuwat and you will bring iman on Muhammad And you will become the follower and the helper and the sahabi of Muhammad Every Nabi of Allah took an oath with Allah, Quran tells us. Such a Nabi is coming. The whole universe had been holding its breath. That night, the fishes of the sea started giving glad tidings to one another. The birds in the sky, Fatima bin Abdullah says she looked out in, in, at Makkah that night. The stars had descended. She said, I felt the stars will fall onto the Masjid of Haram so low. The stars had descended on that night. The whole world, idols of the world had fallen down. One year before that, in celebration of the coming of Muhammad Sallallahu no female child was born. The whole world was waiting for this moment tufu bihi mashariq al-ard wa magharibaha like mutanabbi referring to someone else but the poem is fitting madatid duhur madatid duhur fama atayna bimithlihi wa laqad ata fa'ajazna an nudara'ihi Centuries and centuries and centuries had passed. The universe was never able to produce the like of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Madhati duhur, fama atayna bimithlihi. The like of him couldn't be produced. Finally, walaqad ata. When he came, fa'ajazna an nudara'ihi. Now, another several centuries can pass. Thousand centuries can pass. And the world will never ever see the like of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Ajazat al-nisa. Ajazat al-nisa. An yalid the Muhammad ibn Abdullah. Women have failed to give birth to the like of Muhammad ibn Abdullah. Muhammadur Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Wa atuhu khuluqa Adam. Wa marifata sheeth. Wa shuja'ata nuh. Wa khullata Ibrahim. Wa istislama Ismail. Wa fasahata salih. Wa hikmata lut. Wa rida ishaq. Wa bushra yaqub. Wa shiddata Musa. Wa jihada yusha. Wa hubba Daniel. Wa waqara Yunus. Wa ta'ata Ilyas. Wa sabra Ayyub. Wa lahna داود وعسمة يحيى وزهد عيسى واغمسوه في أخلاق النبيين grant him the أخلاق of آدم عليه السلام the معرفت of شيس عليه السلام the bravery of نو عليه السلام the eloquence of صالح عليه السلام the wisdom of لوط عليه السلام the friendship of إبراهيم عليه السلام the sacrifices of إسماعيل عليه السلام the strength of موسى عليه السلام the jihad of يوشع عليه السلام the love of دانيال عليه السلام the reverence of يونس عليه السلام the obedience of إلياس عليه السلام the sabr of أيوب عليه السلام the the voice of Dawood alayhi salam, the abstinence of Yahya alayhi salam, the piety of Isa alayhi salam, وَغْمِسُوهُ فِي أَخْلَاقِ النَّبِيِّينَ What was unique in 124,000 Anbiya alayhi salatu wassalam, 
collectively place it in this personality. Jami'u sifatil anbiya. Jami'u sifatil anbiya. He was made the physical manifestation, representation of the galaxy of anbiya was placed in this newborn baby when he was 30 minutes old. For the next 63 years, he rose in stature, he rose in dignity, he rose in honor. What haq? What justice can you and I ever do to the praise of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam? Muhammad ibn Abdullah, what praise can you and I ever do when the Quran itself, when my Allah doesn't get tired, Quran does not get tired, Taha. مَا أَنزَلْنَا عَلَيْكَ الْقُرْآنَ لِتَشْقَى إِلَّا تَذْكِرَةً لِمَنْ يَخْشَى تَنْزِيلٌ مِمَّنْ خَلَقَ الْأَرْضَ وَالسَّمَاوَاتِ الْعُلَى تَبَارَكَ الَّذِي نَزَّلَ الْفُرْقَانَ عَلَى عَبْدِهِ لِيَكُونَ لِلْعَالَمِينَ نَذِيرًا وَمَا أَرْسَلْنَاكَ إِلَّا رَحْمَةً لِلْعَالَمِينَ وَمَا أَرْسَلْنَاكَ إِلَّا كَافَّةً لِلنَّاسِ بَشِيرًا وَنَذِيرًا إِنَّا أَعْطَيْنَاكَ الْكَوْثَرَ فَصَلِّ لِرَبِّكَ وَانْحَرْ إِنَّ شَانِئَكَ هُوَ الْأَبْ نون والقلم وما يسترون ما أنت بنعمة ربك بمجنون وإن لك لأجرا غير ممنون وإنك لعلى خلق عظيم والضحى والليل إذا سجى ما ودعك ربك وما قلى وللآخرة خير لك من الأولى ولسوف يعطيك ربك فترضى والنجم إذا هوى ما ضل صاحبكم وما غوى وما ينطق عن الهوى إن هو إلا وحي يوحى علمه شديد القوى ذو مرة فاستوى وهو بالأفق الأعلى ثم دنافت دلا فكان فكان قاب قوسين أدرى إنا أرسلناك شاهدا ومبشرا ونذيرا وداعيا إلى الله بإذنه وسراجا منيرا When my Allah doesn't get tired, when Quran does not get tired in making Nad Khani of Muhammad Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, what justice can you and I do? This is not a 12 day question. Time has run out. We can go on my respected brothers. We cannot even scratch the surface. What is the philosophy? What is the lesson? What is the sabah? That Rabbi Ulawal comes and goes, and still on the face no sunnah, on the body no sunnah. Rabbi Ulawal comes and goes, and still youngsters coming to the masjid, with football personalities, TV personalities, people whose every day is in zina, and every night is in sharab, their pictures emblazoned. Rabbi Ulawal comes and goes, and from head to toe, Head to toe, the name is Muhammad, the actions are the enemies of Muhammad This is not ish, this is not muhabbat, this is not wafadari, this is nifaq. This is hypocrisy. This is making a mockery. Videoing, photography, music, blaring in our weddings. When he said, an-nikahu min sunnati. He said, nikah is my sunnah. He gave us the example of his nikahs. He taught us how to do it. Riba in our businesses, he taught us how to trade. He taught us the role of barakat. He said, make your salah with jamaat in the masjid. Allah will protect you. Allah will give you barakat. Allah will give you nur. Allah will give you sukoon. Allah will protect you and your family. 
one side, we're ready to raise the flag of Islam, we're ready to start marching. We are the followers of Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi we are the defenders, the youngsters of today. We can raise that flag to march and shout, but we can't lift the blanket of our body at the time of Fajr to come to the masjid for Salah. Allah protect us, Allah forgive us, my respected brothers, this is not wafadari, this is not muhabbat, this is not ish, this is nifaq. This is hypocrisy, this is a mockery. Rabbi Ulawal has come as a reminder, as a reminder to make tawbah. As a reminder to stop this. As a reminder to become true ashiks, true followers, because wallah, there is nothing and no system in this world that will ever overpower this ummah if it will embrace the way of life of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa Dunya will be made, akhirat will be made like Allama Iqbal rahimullah puts it beautifully, ki Muhammad se wafatune. Ki Muhammad se wafatune to hum tere hai. Ye jahad cheese hai kya? Lo kalam tere hai. Come on the true wafadari. Like sahaba, ridwanullahi alayhi anhum ajma'in. Use them as your stars and your guideline. Come on the true wafadari. Become true followers, true ashiks. Of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam, and what will happen? What will happen? Allah says, "I will become yours." I, Allah will become yours. Allah will become yours. And then, what is this world? Nothing. Dunya kuch nahi hai. Machar kapar hai, like a wing of a mosquito. Nothing. This world is nothing. Allah says, "I will give you the pen of taqdeer. Write down your own taqdeer." When? What is the condition? Muhammadur Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. That is the philosophy of Rabbi Lawal. That is the sabak. That is the lesson. Embrace a life of sunnah. Allah give us tawfiq wa akhidah.